Welcome to the Commercial Kitchen Chronicles, the podcast dedicated to the commercial food equipment repair industry. My name is Pat Finley. I'm a lead master certified technician at General Parts Group and a certified successful trainer. My goal is to shine a light on what I believe to be one of the most interesting and rewarding industries a field service technician can work in. I love the work I do and I'm glad you're here listening to this podcast. In this episode, we talk about combi ovens with Dusty Ashford. We had no idea. I'm terrible. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, I got Dusty back on tonight. We're just going to talk about combi ovens. Um, it's that time of year again. Uh, schools are been up for a few months now and they're starting to run into issues, you know, and everything else. So um, I didn't know what anyone had to talk about or anyone wanted to know. Um, I had a little video from one today. That was my favorite grocery store chain I work on. Um, so that's the bottom unit and it has two chemical pumps down there. It's a combo therm, Cleveland. Um, and they abuse it and it's had some issues for a while. It's had some shorts down there and I was there to actually change a wiring harness. Um, so I pulled the front panel off, pulled the side panel off and like, hey, the chemical pump's not working. Well, there's a drain hose that goes from the drip pan to the back to the drain box, and it mm. grease it ate through it, and it actually leaked grease all over to the, the pump. So that's what I was just taking a video. I was like, hey, I'm you know we're gonna have a comedy show tonight, so let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and show it off. So it was a uh, it wasn't too bad. It's gonna be fun to change. I go back. Just that hose is too short. Like you have like a half inch of wiggle room wiggle room to put that hose on there, and it's just a nightmare. Mm. Is that that's the, so the drain hose is deteriorated from the grease? Yeah, it's a drip pan hose that goes in the front, so it's got that drip pan underneath mm-hmm. the door, and yeah. um, it goes back and it's got like a little trap in there. And um, someone put it on before me, and they had actually put it on upside down so it wouldn't drain. And I noticed mm-hmm. when I took it apart because I had to put that harness underneath there, and I was like, "Well, it's upside down." That's why I rolled it over the other way, and I was like, "Oh, it's rotted through." So it leaked grease all over those pumps. So I got to change both those pumps and. That hose, and there's a pressure switch. We'll go ahead and change too down there. But it's those combo things can be a nightmare. I love them. Yeah. It's just this grocery store chain doesn't take care of them. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, you know that that combo therm I fought for like a month, just based upon pretty much lack of maintenance and, and stuff like that. And it's uh, I learned a lot working on it. But you got to keep those things clean, and take care of them because you know when it goes south, it goes south. Yeah, water is a huge thing. So. Um, this chain, they have cooking programs in there. So what happens is they turn it on, it goes to automatic preheat. So it preheats like 384 degrees. Fan comes on, stays high. So that way when they go to cook, it's preheated for them. So it stays that way all the mm-hmm. time. So when they go to put it in a cooking mode, though, if it has an issue, it'll kick them out of cooking mode and let them cook. So they figured out that, hey, we need cooked chickens. So if cooking mode doesn't work, they just put chickens in there instead of a timer. But the problem is it says grease collection. So if it's not running... An actual cook program, all that grease is just running in the grain drain and sits there and just get pumped out and uh it, it clogs them up. So literally I, there's two stores here and I have to go to both of them like once a month and I have to go in at night when they close. I gotta either lift the ovens up or jack the ovens up, pull the bottom off, pull the grease pump out of them. Sometimes I get lucky if I catch it fast enough, I can use nitrogen and blow it back through the other way. But yeah. If they don't do that, I mean, if I don't catch it fast enough, it's screwed. It's changing the pump. It's pulling it off. It's running like I got. They call them trombone tools. It's like it looks like a it's a long spring, but it's got brushes on the end, and you shove it down on a trombone. I just try to shove through all that tubing, but there's like traps and cutaways in those drain boxes. Part of it's yeah. welded to the bottom of the pan. Part of it's, um, you know, plastic. You can get off. It's just it's just a nightmare. So once I get into where they run. I actually take a different drain hose that comes off. It's a different hose because it's the back. It's a little mm. blue hose. It's a little nibble sticks out. 
I actually get a different hose longer. I run her back around to the front and I I pour degreaser in it, straight degreaser into the drain. And I just turn that pump on and I just let it pump itself and it's loop for like an hour. Which pump? The just that drain pump? It's got a grease collection pump, so it's a it's an add-on. Okay. So if it's not like a, a place to ask for it, they don't have it. It's, it's like a special okay. option. So it is um it's just like a 12 volt DC pump. It's actually crazy. It pulls like five amps DC. Oh, but it's nice. like a little mid looks like a little miniature filter pump at the bottom, and it just sucks grease off the out the drain. It's in the hmm. back, um, right behind the drain. So the drain comes off the bottom of those combo therms, it's like right mm-hmm. behind it on the back. Um, and there's probably a panel there, and they probably just there's no pump in there. But it's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool because what they do is they feed 240 over to a relay, and then it ties into a uh, power supply, and that power supply all controls is that um, pump, but. Yeah, they're they're pretty beastly little DC pumps, man. But they move some stuff. Is that a separate power supply? Is it just off the? Yeah, it's separate power supply, so it's kind of oh, okay. I think they they're kind of worried about you know if it tanking, it's not going to take out the power supply for the whole unit, just the um, grease collection pump, okay, which so. makes sense. Yeah. They're so they're ter- a... good. No, so it's a full add-on. Everything about it's just okay. okay yeah, so. so there's a float. If you look down the bottom, then you get that screen cover, you know. Mm-hmm. You pull it up, and there's a float that goes down there on the left-hand side. So when that float, since the level get full, it kicks on that pump, and that pump sucks it down to that float shuts off. And it's supposed to suck the grease off the top. I mean, it works when they use the cooking program, but when they're not using the cooking program, it's just a mess. It's just, you know, like I said, their cooking program, is a, it uses steam a lot. And um, mm-hmm. so when it goes into steam, if it doesn't sense that steam pressure, that water pressure, it actually, um, uh, it actually will shut um, the cooking program off. So anytime it has a water issue, it automatically just shuts it off and it's just done. Oh, gotcha. So, but like I said, they think they can. They think they got it figured out by just going around behind it and doing whatever, and, and it just costs them more money. I tell them every time, like it's your own fault. But and they'll keep care. doing it. <laughs> no, it's not their money. It's a grocery store chain. Yeah. They don't. They don't care. You exactly. go in there, you go in there, and they're like, "This was a piece of shit." I'm like, "No, it's you guys, man. I've been servicing the same the same grocery store for like 12 years. They're on their fourth set of ovens in 12 years, fourth different oh manufacturer, gosh. and every every time it's the same thing. This was a piece of shit. I'm like, "No, it's not. It's you guys, man. I want to tell them so yeah. bad. I'm like, "No, you guys just don't take care of anything." But I can't those do combo that. therms. I mean, those are that's pretty top tier. That's pretty you know decent stuff and. I mean, you got problems out of it, but most of the problems I've seen are just lack of maintenance and improper yeah. use, really. Yeah, I mean, it's a problem. Anything at a restaurant is improper maintenance, yeah. improper use. I mean, people don't take care of anything. They don't pay for it themselves. They don't really care. I mean, but I mean, especially the combi ovens, water is a big issue. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go into schools and the filters are dated 2018, 2019. I'm like, <laughs> You guys might want to change this. Oh, they're still good. We still got flow through them. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. So, I mean, you're bringing in water, but what kind of water are you bringing in? <laughs> yeah, I've seen them where the, the carbons come out and it's like stuck in solenoid valves and stuff. I'm like, see, your fillers are trash. Oh, no, it still has pressure. It's still good. I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not just like a screen that clogs up. Oh, and that's another thing, too. That's a pro, especially with water uh, or combo, uh, combi ovens in general. Just one issue can cause 10 other issues. And it's not just a simple fix at that point. No, no, it's it's a chain reaction most of the time with them. Yeah. Um. So I do 
I, I do work on every manufacturer in the sun. I've been here lately. I've been installing a ton of Unox, um, which is they're kind of weird. I'm, I don't see a whole lot of them, but uh, we're I guess they're struggling to get some of the other manufacturers in, and I guess a ton of Unox is in the country. So I've been installing a ton of those here lately. Um, they're not bad, but they're kind of different. Um, they're just they seem they're. I mean, they're abundant, I guess. They're, I don't have a whole lot of service issues with them. Um, they're just small. I mean, they, they're pretty simple. You pull the back off, and you got a terminal block back there. It's about all you got to hook up. Um, they've got some water stuff going into them. They all come with a water filtration system. Um, you can get a standalone hood with them, so you don't have to put them underneath the hood. So just like all the other manufacturers, you know, they all have their own little options. Mm-hmm. But, that, is, that, uh, is that just its own manufacturer, or is that manufactured by another? No, it's so manufacturer. It's made in I don't I think it's made in Italy. Um okay. They're uh I mean they're uh just they're I don't know, they just don't they they they're good quality. They rock and roll. I mean, I have good luck with them. They have touch screens on the door. I mean, mm. they're pretty nice, but it's just I'm not used to them. Um Yeah. Uh I think a dealer here recently picked them up in my area, so we'll see. Probably see a whole bunch more of them. I mean, mainly what I see though is you know, the rationales, uh, alto shams, the combo therms. Um, and that's about it. The top three I see. I mean, occasionally I run to a Blodgett one. I haven't ran to a Blodgett one in years. I think the mm-hmm. last one I did was like a children's museum. That's why when you were asking me about, you know, the water level in that one, I was like, is it eyes? Because the last one I seen actually had a, a clear tube going up the side and mm-hmm. it had a little laser eye, and the water was just enough to disrupt that laser eye. And it actually, that's how it sends water. So, I wasn't yeah. even sure what they were using now. Yeah, that one just got that. It's got that water float board with that actual float switch on it. Uh, I mean, that's what you said, McKay, uh, optical eye. And I've, I hadn't seen one in the, com- in the combi oven. So then I looked it up and I couldn't find it. And I was like, well. I have to look and I, see. I, there was two of them. And it's probably been. There was one at a nursing home up in Lafayette. And there was one at the Children's Museum. Um, mm. And it was both. It was always the same thing. They weren't cleaning it. And it was a boiler unit. So. The lime scale would get in that tube, and it would sense the lime scale, not the water, and they could have water in it, dry fire it every time. Yeah, I tell you, down here I see a mostly rationale and blodgett. There's quite a few blodgett I've seen down here. We just picked up a new restaurant. They have four blodgett combi ovens in there. Um, really? And and we got a, a couple ones, uh, a couple locations. We have have a, uh, a couple therms, and. I mean, that's so. That, I guess that's mainly you're always going to see rationale. I feel like that's pretty across the board and combo therm. Uh, but I've seen quite a bit of Blodgett combi ovens down here. Maybe it's a dealer thing, or yeah, it's a dealer who's in over in the area. I think sells a lot. I mean, um, I do a lot of fast food restaurants, like Startup and Warranty Works, where I get do most of mine. And mm. I mean, everyone has a model that's either in a McDonald's or a Wendy's or something. So Blodgett has a mini. Combo Therm has a mini. Um, Rationale, I they have a small one. Um, I haven't seen it in any fast food restaurants, but generally it's either uh, Logit or Combo Therm. I see in um, a lot of fast food restaurants. McDonald's has mm-hmm. a, but the McDonald's is a new style. It'll have two in the back. Um, they're side by side. The problem is you have to get on the side to work on them, and they're like probably like eight inches apart. So, and they're up high on the table. So, like, when you're looking at it, like, it's, like, chest high as the bottom. And it's just, like, how am I going to work on this? Yeah. It's on on table with legs, no wheels, and it's just a nightmare. And those are mini combis. Yep, uh, minis. Yep. Okay. 
So, how do you how do you go about working on them? Do you take them? Do you just? I mean, if it's hooked up, that's pretty much all. You most of the stuff's on the top, and you just kind of gotta do your best to move it, to slide it around a little bit. I mean, it's 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 rough, um, depending on what you gotta work on. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, manufacturers put most of the stuff up on top, and the hoods on the minis, the hoods built into it. It's not a separate thing. So, okay, most of the stuffs on the top. It's not bad. The combo third minis, everything's in the back. Contactors, everything's in the back. Okay. Yeah. So they're not bad to work on. You just gotta get behind there, which can be scary on a tile floor with you know, legs and no wheels and yeah. Thousand pounds and of it, oven, eight feet in the air on it. <laughs> oh, and your twelve your twelve o'clock lunch rush. <laughs> you're on a ladder. Yeah. 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 How much fast food restaurant work do you do? Um I guess a decent amount. Um I'm trying to think of percentage wise, uh, probably about really 25%, I guess I would say fast food. Um, yeah. and that's mainly just because we have, uh, a customer that's got 13 locations down here and they keep us pretty busy. Um, so I'd probably say about 20, 25%. It's not bad. So, it comes and goes in spurts. Yeah. And those are mostly fryers and griddles and, you know, holding trays and chicken stuff place, like huh? that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys take care of them up there, don't you? Uh warranty. I don't know who they'll use up here. Um they've okay. got I think they got three locations open. A fourth getting ready to open. They're they're mm. cranking them out like every couple every month one's opening up. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. We'll do the warranty work and then who knows after that. I mean, I don't have the work force behind me currently to go too crazy on trying to push something like that. So Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. They'll we're keep up. it busy. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, we're up from three guys. We're up to – we had another one start today, so we're up to six. Okay. Uh, One's one still getting ready to retire. Um, we got a couple more they want to interview and see. So we're still trying to build the market, but you know how it goes. It's it's slow. You want to build the right guys, but then people don't want to – you know, they just want to get bodies in there. And it's just it's a delicate balance, man. It is, especially now, workforce now, it's – Almost like a lot of people just want to take whoever they can get, but at the end of the day, you need to build something quality. So you got to make a sacrifice somewhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you do any installs on combis or anything or just mainly service on them? Uh, mostly service. Um, I mean, we haven't installed or I haven't installed any combis, installed a few steamers, um, which is similar ish. Yeah. And uh, not really a whole lot of combi ovens. We, we've mainly just service, but. Uh, done quite a bit of service on those and i mean they're cool like the combo therms um those things are neat because everything's in that side panel or mostly everything's in that yeah. side panel and it's uh they're intimidating at first but once you kind of get used to those controls and dig and actually work on the co- components on the interior it's kind of like anything else but it's obviously a huge learning curve to them yeah have you have you done boiler and boiler on the combo therms so you've done both? uh mainly boiler uh most yeah. of the ones i've touched are boiler See, mine are mostly boilerless. I've got one location that I've only had like three. Um, I've only had like three boiler combo therms, and they kind of throw me for a loop. One of them's older, one of them's a new style, um, and they're not bad. The customer's pretty good to have a PM with us, so we change filters mm-hmm. every six months. If the guy breaks the water main, he has us come in and change the filters so he thinks there's stuff in the water. Like oh, sediment, sediment and stuff. So he like freaks out and he has us come in and change water filters. Um, I go in twice a year and do scale them. 
But anytime it acts up, he calls me right away. So he's a really good customer. So it, it's kind of nice. Yeah. And those, like, most most of the stuff I've dealt with on calls with those is just pretty much lack of maintenance and then um, issues with uh, needing to be descaled and performing that process, doing the PM on those. And But I did notice when I was working on them is, uh, and I think you told me that, the control panel. Once you access that controls and you can control that main contactor, that's a pretty cool feature about those combi ovens. Um, yeah, all the touchscreens are about that way anymore. They're so intuitive and so easy to use. Um, mm-hmm. It it makes our job a lot easier. So, I mean, you can power on something. And you can, you know, say if you're working by yourself, you can jam your meter leads in a connector and then, you know, mm-hmm. hold your meter and you hit the button, turn it on. Okay, I got power. This should be running. It's not running. So that kind of stuff is making our job a lot easier. But it's mm-hmm. also, it can be a pain in the butt because, you see a kid in the kitchen, he sees a screen, he's going to start touching it. He's going to figure it out. He'll figure exactly. out a password and he'll get in there and change the language and he'll get in there and change the pictures or whatever. Is mm-hmm. I got one, I had one that was stuck in a different language and they, I didn't know how to get it out. And they were like, you got to factory reset it. <laughs> I'm like, factory oh, reset it? I was like, I can't do that. So so Duke says he's installing a double stack 101 iCombi Pro today. Any advice? So what are you doing? An I, you're doing a, 10, a 101 on the bottom and a 61 on top, I imagine. I don't think you can stack 101s on top of each other. Um, pull that black gasket off, man. You do not need it on that top oven. Um, that black gasket just gets in the way. So pull that black gasket off and just make sure you got it snapped in that top rail. So what I'm talking about is on the iCombis, when you stack them now, they have um, a black gasket. They're flush on the bottom, so you don't access anything through the bottom now. Mm-hmm. So on the rationales. So there's the stack kit has like a little plate that comes up, and it's got a little – ridge all the way around the outside and you actually have to put the oven in at an angle and like push it back at an angle and it snaps into two sides and that's what locks it into place so it's a pretty cool little setup it could be kind of a pain in the butt to get it the first time but it's nice but they have a black rubber gasket because it's made to like sit on a flat surface now you can sit on a flat table or counter or whatever Mm -hmm. um but you want to pull that off if you're stacking it or you put it on a stand or something that doesn't have a flat bottom because it just gets in the way so they give you that option so that you can stack it. Yeah, it's nice because right. like um, the, everything's in the side or in the back though is a problem. So there's a pump board in the back, there's a pumps in the back. So it, it can be uh, a pain in the butt to work on. I've only worked on a few of them. I've installed a bunch of them, but I haven't had to hardly do any service on them yet. Um, and that's rationale. Out, yep, it's a new rationale line. Okay. And it, they come out with new software for it about twice a week though. Yeah. No. I think I got two emails in one day about software, about different updates. I'm like, it, you just updated this morning. How are you updating it again? <laughs> on, on those rationales, uh, anytime you, if you change any parts on them, don't you have to update the software when you do so? Or um, No, it depends on what part it is. You're supposed to uh, do a self-test. So like on, um, I think it's burners, components, um, mm-hmm. blowers, that kind of stuff. If you change... Um, it's a major component. I forget what it is. There's a list, but you're supposed to do a like a you're supposed to initiate self test so it can like refine itself. So on those rationales, when you turn them on the first time, you do a self test, and um, it finds out where it's at as far as elevation, all that kind of stuff. So it sets its own boiling point and everything, and kind of like figures out where it's at. You got to put yeah. a pan in the middle and kind of acts as a load and a buffer. And uh, but yeah, they want you if you change a blower or a major component to go ahead and redo that self test so it can relearn everything again. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I haven't really worked on a whole lot of rationales. They're 
a little more complex than your everyday combi ovens. So. Yeah, and they're they don't if you haven't been trained, they don't they don't want to help you. It's a bad deal. I mean, you think they want to get support for their product, but it just seems like I hear a lot of guys. I don't know. I can't say for sure because I'm trained, so I get support. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of guys say the factory won't talk to them if they they're not rationale, you know, text or haven't been trained on them and stuff, which is kind of weird. But yeah, I don't make the rules. I just play the games. You would think. I mean, the key with having good tech support is to it helps your product. It, it you know if if your tech support's really good, your product just looks better because it, it you know is usually operating better. Um, and if you could call tech support and they walk you through a problem and you fix an issue, your customer just sees, oh, that was fixed. You know, same day, not many callbacks, and that's because of good tech support. So I don't, I don't understand the rationale thing. And I do know Cephas is doing that combi oven class and uh, end of February, and rationale will actually be there. So I don't know if that counts. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm not sure how that work. Um, I know it'll probably be like the ice machine class. You get like one day with each manufacturer, and you kind of rotate through. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to go to the ice cream class. I've never had any ice machine training in my life. I wanted oh, really? to go. Yeah, I wanted to go. Yeah. But I, I, I don't get to do anything, man. I, I have to go <laughs> teach. and then I mean, I get to do all kinds of stuff. I just don't get the training anymore. They're like, oh, you can do it. I'm like, well, that's not the point. But, <laughs> you can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Do, you, do yeah. you guys work on a lot of ice machines? Or do I you hit or miss. On- so on the combi ovens, um, man, we work on everything from, like I said, the tabletop ones all the way to the big floor units. Uh, I've had some big stand-in units, well, 202s or 2020s. I had a mm-hmm. big, giant Altocham 2020. It was 208 volt. It had two four-inch pipes coming out of the ground and went straight to the bottom of the unit. They set the unit on the pipes. It had like had a 250 or 225 amp breaker on this thing. Oh, my god! I swear when they turned it on, the lights in the whole building <laughs> dimmed. I was like, why did you guys <laughs> buy this thing? Man, you could have got it in 480 or gas. They even had gas in the kitchen. But jeez. I was like, I was like, jeez, man. So that's just the electric. Yeah, it, it pulled like 182 amps or something. I think. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, it had big. It had two big four-inch pipes, and dude, it had like four <laughs> out wire in it. I was like, this is insane. I was like, I feel sorry for the guys that had to run this wire. It, I had doors. You have to door issue with it. I ended up replacing the whole door assembly, and it fixed it. But it was just leaking steam all the time. But come yeah. to find out, it used to be across the street in their old building. They built a new building and moved it across the street. And I think they ended up damaging the door when they were moving it across the street. Mm-hmm. The door would never seal up right. It was kind of warped. So, one of those deals. What happened to the door? I don't know. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you talked to the right person. Like, oh, well, this oven used to be across the street. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh too late sense. now. But yeah. yeah, I'm, you know, 20 hours deep into it and all kinds of parts you find out. So, oh, yeah. That's usually how it is. They, they, don't, they don't give you that information up front. No. So some of the key things of ice machine, ice machines with uh, combi ovens, well, it's the same, but water, water is terrible. Yeah. I'm in central Indiana. Our water is pumped out of underground lakes uh, full of lime scale. Um, oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just a quality issue. So like we we're talking about, there's boiler, there's boiler style and there's boiler list. So the advantage of, of a boiler versus the boiler list is the lime scale is released inside the boiler. So you can treat it. So Rationale uses the care control stuff, and it actually puts a descaler into the into the boiler. You know, that's what keeps that boiler halfway clean if they keep up with it. Um, yeah. But on the spritzer models, you know, the boiler style, you, if you notice, all those doors are white. The cabinets are white. They get the lime scale sticking to all the metal and stuff. And that's because that water is dumped in that spritzer, and it's 
it comes through that tube and gets thrown in that fan. That fan atomizes it and blows it into those elements. Those elements hyperheats it, and that line scale is then released into the cavity versus inside the boiler. So that's why if you go up to like you know a lot of the boiler style, you'll see you can't see through the glass because why you open the door and things covered in lime scale in there, mm. and the customer has to do a better job of you know taking some vinegar and spraying it down. I've had customers use Easy Off and eat the stainless steel and you know and once oh, the stainless... oven cleaner stuff. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> combo therm I had to change heat exchanger, uh, panels, racks, everything because they cleaned it with oven cleaner and it ate it up. Yeah. And that's that, the combo some that combo therm stuff clearly says you only supposed to use a certain type of cleaning material. Oh, uh, they all say it. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it literally ate it attacks. It doesn't attack the stainless. It attacks the welds mm-hmm. in the stainless because it's something in the welds and it just eats them up. <laughs> easy a six dollar can of easy up. Yeah, that people. I mean, like I've seen people pour like lime away down the flues and the gas units because they oh. think you're pouring it into the because they see like <laughs> they see they they think it's uh you know into the boiler so they'll pour pour easy out down the flue i mean not easy out but uh lime away down the flue and i'm like mm. why are you doing i'm like that thing's <laughs> trash now i'm like uh, sure what's the uh well i guess what's the pm process on a like a spritzer like a, a spritzer um it just depends on the situation where they're at i mean uh, I've had to go in. I've taken an ice machine cleaner and going in and de- put it in a spray bottle and spray it down, rinse okay. it off, spray it down, rinse it off, and just try to get it off there. Um, pretty much when I do a PM on this, we do it for that grocery store chain. We go in and we check all electrical connections. Um, we make sure everything's good and tight, done's pulling off. We check amp draw and everything. Uh, we check in on all the major functions. We, I go through, I test into each individual. Uh, component in in the um, IO screen, so you can check, you know, all your fans, all your uh, solenoids, and all that stuff. Make sure all that stuff works. I mean, mm. I thought the best of it. But if say if you do have an issue with lime scale, I mean, uh, I try to use vinegar. I try to get the customer to use vinegar. Don't let them scrape on that glass because you, I mean, they may just scratch that glass a little bit and it may explode on them. Oh, um, yeah. If mm-hmm. you've never seen a tempered glass door explode, it's kind of crazy. Um, so I tell them to use vinegar and just let it soak and rinse it off. Um, yeah. If they keep if they keep up with vinegar or if they clean the oven like it's supposed to, it's not a problem. The problem is when they don't clean it, or yeah. they want to be cheap and it calls for so many tablets and they use half the tablets or a third of the tablets because they're trying to save money on tablets. And then also, do we clean it all the time? Well, how do you clean it? <laughs> exactly. And the tablets, you mean you just put in that little like the spray. It just depends on what style it is. Yeah. Sometimes you just throw them, you throw them, like the older rationales, you have to throw them in the basket. Some you had to throw, mm-hmm. the newer ones, you actually throw them in the bottom. There's a basket in the bottom and the drain now. I mean, okay. um, combo therm has its own chemical it pumps in, so that's not too bad. Um, I think Altosham has some tablets you throw in there. But most of them have multiple purposes. Um, like the rationale, like the one, the tablet you put in there is a cleaner for the oven. And then the ones you put down below is actually the boiler cleaner. But at the end of the cycle, it actually pumps that water out of the boiler into the cleaner and uses that clean uses that acid to neutralize the cleaner. So they neutralize each other. Okay. And it rinses it out. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know and the science a, behind it, but yeah, and that that's uh, is that when you when they just have it constantly hooked up to the cleaner? Um, the the common terms are the rationale at the end of the day, or whenever they clean it, 
Um, it may suggest for them when they want to clean it, but they have to. It tells them what to do. It tells them how many tablets of each to put in there. Okay. Yeah. The thing you'll run to with the rationale is a lot of times they will say the care control. It says it shows like 2X or 3X. Mm-hmm. That's total packages. And people think it's three pellets because there's like there's a package that has four pellets in there. Mm-hmm. So they think it's, oh, it's just three pellets. And no, that's when they run the problems. I've ran into it all the time where people are doing that, you know, <laughs> putting two pellets in there versus two packages and their boilers are lined up. They're like, well, we clean it. And I'm like, I'm like, how do you do it? And they show me, I'm like, no, that's not what that means. It's two packages, not two individual pellets. Oh, so they're putting two pellets I, in as opposed to eight. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> well, they don't know. That's what they think. And then you get yeah. sales guys to go in there and shut off like, They'll turn the soft water on so they use less chemical and stuff. I'm like, no, they don't have soft water. Don't turn that on. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's a, and that's a big thing too, water quality. Do you Are you testing what – do you test water quality on combi ovens? Yeah, um, so every combo therm we put in comes with a test kit. Um, okay. Today, I well, – yesterday I did that Unox, and it didn't have a test kit, but it, I tested hardness. Um, it had me test hardness before the filter and after the filter. And I was like – 10 grains before and like or 10 parts per million and nine after so it knocked one hardness out but i'm like it's not doing crap yeah no and that was out west i mean our, i mean your water is the same down there it's just it's terrible i don't know where the water i get is coming from i guess the ohio probably, get water? probably the ohio river i'm not sure yeah that's scary <laughs> <laughs> there's that's so many there's so many chemicals and filtrations in it it's it's you wouldn't yeah. know what's in there. Yeah. yeah. So what's some of the crazy stuff you've seen on combi ovens? Anything nuts or anything? Or just um I guess probably the the craziest thing was probably that um the probably that blodget, that float switchboard, that was kind of wild. Um and that combo therm that I've worked on, both of those two combo therms. Uh, changing the boiler pump out on those, uh, and those, and I think you sent you those picture of those water probes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just look like two like Twix bars. Like, it was just like brown, like long. Pro- I was like, man, this is not good. Yeah, it um, builds fast, quick, quick. And if it if those probes look like that, that that tank looks like that too. So it's kind of mm-hmm. one of those things. That I mean, aside from that, that's kind of the extent. Um, haven't really worked on a ton of them, so I'm still kind of you know, new to those, but I, I think one thing that sticks out is like the blower motor operation. Um, it's kind of cool. Like the, the forward and the backward forward and backward. That's a pretty cool feature they got on there. Yeah. So that's the cook evenly. So it spins the air so much mm-hmm. one way and the other. It helps. It really does help in the uh, cooking. So Dan Clemens says, do, do they recommend an RO system for uh, water? Um, each water is kind of independent. So, it's kind of specific to your area. And I do know that you do not want pure RO water going. You could want to blend a little bit in. Um, pure RO water is actually will attack stainless. Um, so you want to have a little bit in. Um, on the spritzer units, you don't need any hardness as far as, you know, the sense. But in the boiler models, you got to have some sort of hardness for that uh, the sense of uh, the, the probes. I mean, you got so many millisiemens of conductivity or it won't work. So it just depends on application specific. Yeah, I always would just refer to manufacturer specs on that stuff. Yeah, most of the time the sales guy comes out and tests the water beforehand or knows Mm -hmm. the area and recommends a water system. Um, I do a lot of ROs 
with the uh, Alpha Champs, um, but they're boilerless. They don't really care. Um, mostly on rationales, I put in uh, their filtration system. The Unox has their own filtration system. So, yeah. But, hey, I, you say those are called Enox? Is that what Unox. Unox. U N O X. They're weird. I mean, they're they're smaller units, but they, I mean, they 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 work. That's good. I mean, you, how, do customers like them? I guess. So yeah, they seem to like them. Um, I don't have a whole lot of service with them either. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've had a few here or there. Um, most of the time, I've had I had two gas. Uh, it was a gas unit. It was a floor model. So it was a two hundred two or whatever they call a two. You know, a twenty size, twenty size, and it had a a I, a blower wheel came apart, and I was trying to blower wheel off, and it broke the bolt off inside the end of the shaft. So I had to change the motor too. Mm. that's always a good feeling you know <laughs> yeah you just feel it break and you know that's it just turns yeah i've seen it bending i've seen it bending i've seen it bending <laughs> so i use a positive lock uh, i i cranked it down put heat on it and i was like man i don't have any other choice as i just kept going kept going kept going the bolt broke off in the end and i was like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> yeah, i good. actually i actually got it out and then i was trying to thread the new one in and it snugged up, and I got mad. And I didn't even have my big impact or my 18-volt impact. I had my little Milwaukee M12 Surge, and it mm. snapped it right off in there. I was running yep. in. I was running in and out trying to clean it up, and it hit, it hit a hard spot and just snapped it right off in there. I was like, <laughs> That's I was that like, thing. It's like when a bolt is really, really, really tight, and then it's really loose. <laughs> yeah. So Dave Johnson is talking about mm, New Orleans. Yeah, water would be pretty bad probably down there. <laughs> so EC2 fix. My chef almost bought an Unox. I did some research and told him nope, no parts support at all. Man, I don't have a hard time getting parts. I get them pretty fast. Um, but I'm part of a big conglomerate. We get a, uh, everything pretty fast. So I can't really complain about that. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, too, with, with new equipment. Like, how are the parts? How's that coming along? I mean, um, the parts are pretty available. I mean, I haven't had any issues. The only time I have an issue is like that wiring harness I changed this morning. I ordered that thing like August thirtieth. Um, is that a combo therm? Yeah, it had to ship so, from Germany, didn't it? Probably. I'm not yeah, sure. No. I didn't get it till last week. Um, yeah, and I didn't even need the whole harness. And the only way they sell to me is I had to have the whole harness for the whole oven. So. I just need the one that goes – if you – where a cooling fan is in the bottom below the relays, you pull that cover off that fan, there's a plug back there, and all it does, it's like a Molex, and it sends wires over to uh, the clean pump, um, the chemical pumps, and the switch. But it shorted out. It rubbed through, and it was blowing a fuse. And I just cut it out and wired – I did wire it out. I butt connected it. I put silicone in the butt connectors and taped it up because I knew it was going to be forever before I could get it. Yep. It's been running like that since like the end of August, but they yep. finally came in. And this customer, as soon as they know when parts come in, as soon as parts come in, they demand us to get out there. So I was out there at six o'clock <laughs> this morning. Yep, and that's I I know about that 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 wiring harness. I talked to Commotherm, and they said it has to ship from Germany to the Jeffersonville location, uh, the well built mm-hmm. uh, facility, and then it ships out to you. And I'm just like, man, that's not. Just yeah, for a wiring cluster. Well, and they didn't have the part number. I, I pulled the part number off the schematic because the part number was on the schematic. 
I was yeah. like, hey, I think it's this. And the guy's like, he's like, well, that's it. He's like, but it's nowhere in the system. He's like, we never sold that one piece. So I fought and mm. fought and fought, and they said, no, I had to buy the whole thing, and it just took forever to get it. So yeah. I've got seven-eighths of a wiring harness in my van for a combo term <laughs> I'll never use. I'll we'll keep cutting, that in mind, man. I'll end up cutting connectors <laughs> off of it and stuff. No, I'll hit you up if I need if I need one of those. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, but no, um, yeah, water quality is a uh, key to happy equipment, no matter what it is, boilers or boiler. Um, like I said, most of them have self cleaning anymore, whether it's tablets or chemicals. Um, what else? Mm, most of them do a pretty good job as far as uh, evenly cooking too. Like you said. You know, you notice the ones where it runs three minutes. I don't know if it's three minutes. I know some of them, out of chance, three minutes. I'm not sure what combo therm is, but they all run one direction for a while, and they stop and go the other direction. It's it's just aiding uh, evenness of cooking and stuff. So, Yeah. It's, uh, it helps longevity of that motor, too, as well. Right. right. I don't, I'm sure it does. I mean, it's a multi-directional motor, and most of them have uh, frequency drive, so mm-hmm. one form or another. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. It works out yeah. pretty well. It does it does a really good job? So I can't complain about that. No, because I'm going to I'm gone two weeks in like the in in the January beginning of February. So I'm going okay. to I'm going to NAFM, which is like the first through the third. So I'll be in Orlando like the thirtieth through the fourth, and then the fourth I drive to um I drive up to uh, Atlanta for HR. So I'll be, oh, at, yeah. That's right. I'll be at HR. Um, I'll get there Saturday, doing a tactical awards show on Sunday, and then um, I'll do the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, You're doing the event. podcast pavilion there too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast pavilion on Wednesday. I didn't realize okay. signups where they were, and I got one spot. Mm. There's a couple, I think there's a couple openings, so I may try to get another one, but. I was just glad to get one. They sent the email out and had my logo on there, and I was like freaking out. I was like a little kid. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I saw that man. They included it. that's that's, uh, that's top tier right there, man. Yeah, yeah. and I was up on top too. I was like, "Hey, my little yeah. logo fit perfect right there." Yeah. Um, but no, I installed quite a bit of combis. I'm, I installed everything from combo therms, rationales, autoshams. Um, that's one thing my company does is we offer that service. So. A lot of times manufacturers ship them to us mm-hmm. and then we will prep them. You know, if it's a stack unit, a lot of times I'll stack them in my warehouse because I have a forklift and it's an open area. There's nobody around. As long as I can get them in the building, I'll go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and uh, put them in place and, uh, you know, I'll stack them and stack them at the shop. And then that way I can get them in. It's a lot easier. I don't have to worry about fighting people in, in the location and stuff. But yeah. And also, I'll tie drains together, and I'll run water lines, gas lines, whatever I can. So it's try to do as much as I can outside of the kitchen, because I mean, you know, it is in the kitchen. Yeah. We were as trying much as to you get so you could just plug and play, you know. Yeah, we were trying to install those two yesterday at um, a school, and it was like, I was like, you guys are gonna hate me. Luckily, <laughs> the gas one was really easy because it was it was a gas unox, and it just had a cord. A fitting for gas and a water and a drain. And it, the Unox drains are actually like flexible steam rated hose. Mm. And they come so it's like real easy to run. Oh, so, so you're I, just flexible drain on that. Yeah, those are oh, easy. Nice. So they, yeah. they're real easy. So I had the gas one installed pretty fast. I went to go plug yeah. it in. And I was mm. like, oh, 20 amp cord, 15 amp receptacle. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, that's a 10-minute fix. Yeah, well, I had to go to the hardware store anyways for the electric one because it was the wrong stuff. Thanks yeah. for stopping by, Dave. <laughs> Which Dave is that? Uh, is that Dave Johnsonola. He's on uh, Facebook. I'm not sure if he's on Instagram or anything. You were in town okay. during Sofessa Pat. Would have liked to have met you, but I couldn't afford the admission. Well, the only reason I was there, EC, is because I uh, won technician of the year. So I was lied to. I was trying to go just for the social media aspect and everything else I do. And uh, it didn't work out. And then, like, two weeks before the show, they're like, hey, someone canceled. We want you to take their spot. And so I was like, cool, I'll go. You know, and I get down there and I'm like, I'm like okay. I'm like, who, who canceled? And they're like, oh, just somebody from PTH, you know, and they kept lying to me. Eventually, like, the last night of the show, they started doing the awards, and my award was the first one up. And he started talking about everything someone does. I was like, man, I don't see any technicians here. And <laughs> he's like, yeah. and he was like, and uh, our newest trainer. I was like, holy shit, it's me. And I was like, <laughs> my boss is like, yes, yeah, the whole reason you were here is for this. I was Dang. like, this is freaking crazy. So that's the only oh, reason so you I didn't go. even plan on going. You no, I, I wanted to go, but it was just they're like, oh, it's not advantageous for what you do. And I'm in high demand because we're low on staff so i mean yeah. i understand i get it um and uh yeah so i had no idea i was getting it. I, I knew it existed but i didn't even think about it and then like i started trying to piece it together while i was there i was like no you know and then yeah it was funny that's awesome that's good do they do that every year or is that a new thing uh the award ceremonies every two years um the show is every years hey look it's greg oh, okay. smith what's going on greg how's that back feeling buddy so Greg is uh, one of our senior techs. He's the one that's getting ready to retire. Um, he's oh, been okay. training. He had my son this week, and I think my son hurt him yesterday, so he didn't work today. <laughs> no, Greg's got some back problems and stuff, and this industry will kill you if you uh, if you uh, don't take care of yourself. So if you're young, take care of yourself. Don't uh, don't eat all the free food like me and get fat like me and Greg did. Hey man, I can't turn down chicken fingers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I turned down Burger King today. <laughs> oh, no, you did? Yeah, I had well, I had my trainee with me, and we fixed this Burger King. We had to set to do an update. And um, she was like, oh, you guys want something to eat? And I was like, no. And he got food. He's like, yeah. man, you turned down Burger King? I was like, dude, when I started this job like 16 years ago, I weighed like 225 pounds. I was like, you'll learn, man. You're new to this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I usually don't. All the, but I don't know. It's uh, It depends. Depends on what kind of day I'm having. You know, yeah, that yeah. my son's too freaked out. He won't do it. He's just I took him in a Buffalo Wild Wings. The one I'm gonna work in tomorrow night, dude. And he was like, "No, I can't do this. This is nasty. He won't <laughs> eat there anymore." <laughs> I'm like, I was like yeah. that for like six months. I got over it, dude. Yeah, it's Grit. same here. Like me, I, I'd see the stuff. I'm like, I'm never eating here. But then you realize that they're all like that. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a kitchen. Yeah, you think once you realize, like, well, I've been eating here for years and it look just like this. Yeah, yeah. So then, I mean, and you're fine, you know. That's how I always looked at it. It's like, well, I'm okay so far. So, now Greg does a. He's he's been doing this. I don't know how many years. He's a he's a wealth of knowledge. He um he does a lot of our comedy stuff. Most of our comedy stuff actually. Um, we're doing a big uh, rational heat exchanger program. So we got another guy up in town. He's actually out of the Louisville market. He used to work out of our office, and he's kind of sharing time right now but he's doing a bunch of these uh rationale heat exchangers they've had some problems with heat exchangers and they've had the they redesigned them twice actually they redesigned them once and then they didn't weld them so they've gone back and welded them so now we're changing a bunch of rationale heat exchangers and that's kind of fun um 
it's different. It's it's not a hard job. It, the bad thing is you can change the heat exchanger faster. You can do the software update, the flue gas an- analysis, and the paperwork. It's it's more time and paperwork than anything else. It seems like anymore. Yeah, it. I've I've made, I've looked at the heat exchangers in those. It doesn't look like it. It's there's a whole lot to it. Um, no. So they come out pretty easy. So on the rationales, give you a burner. You pull out that burner assembly. That pretty much frees the inside, the inlet side. And then you um, pop the top, and it sticks through the top, and there's like eight bolts. There's 12 bolts. Mm. You pull those nuts off, and, I mean, it, it literally, you pull down and then twist it out, and it pulls right out, and you slide the new one right in. Wow. They're pretty much all Is the it, same. Are the new ones the same as those, like the same stainless? Yep. Or, yeah, the problem with the heat changer was they were leaking, so they actually, there were seams where, like, they stamped the tubes into the big section. Mm-hmm. And they've actually ended up welding those seams instead of just stamping them. So okay. I think with the the heat and ex, the heating and expansion and contraction from hot and cold, and then the water getting sprayed on them, I think they were sucking in moisture. So you'd pull them out and you'd just see that that furry sock, you know, uh, burner. It'd just be mm-hmm. caked in like calcium or soap, and it's to be white. Sometimes you'd even have water in there. You pull them out, you see water come running out and stuff. Nice. What I guess what's a what's a telltale sign of a like a cracked heat exchanger on those, do you just visually inspect it or? Kind of well, rationales are pretty easy because if you look on top and you see the flu coming out the top, there'll mm-hmm. be you can actually you see like lime scale around it or um like soap film around it, and yeah. if you see like if you look right by the the flu on top and you see all the soap scale or the lime scale, that's when you want to pull that burner and check. Well, it. Okay. Well, yeah, it's. I a, mean, I'm a, go ahead. Uh, there's been a few that actually have physical holes in them. You can see or stick your hand in them, but most times it's just a crack or a weld that's kind of busted up, and you just got to pull the burner and see. But yeah. if you look on top and you see, like, a lot of white, white like, flaky crap, yeah, it booms. It pops a lot, too. Yeah. But the first thing I look for is I look for that white scale on top and go from there. I got you. Oh. And, that, and that's another sign, too, that um, I've heard is is that pop, like that initial, like, pop and yeah, rationales, I mean, they generally light pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the other manufacturers, the gas ones light pretty hard. Um, but the rationales, they, they light really smooth. And if, if they're having a hard lighting issue or they're woofing or they're kind of popping a little bit, that's when you know you got issues. But most of the time it's a gas mixture issue or an air mixture issue. Or like Greg said, you'll have a crack in the burner or something, uh, an issue with that uh, heat exchanger. Mm. Yeah, so Greg's been doing it 38 years. Greg actually, really? yeah, he actually worked with my dad years ago. So, oh, nice. Did your dad do this kind of work? Uh, yeah, he um, he started off as an HVAC guy. He actually owned his HVAC company, and then oh, he transferred okay. over into the restaurant world. Uh, well, anything else with combies before I get off here? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Unless you want to, no, add I mean, anything or. Just they all come in all different sizes, styles, fuel sources, gas, electric, uh, 480, 208, 120 volts. I mean, it's all out there. There's one, there's an application for any kitchen. I mean, you'll mm. see them everywhere. Um, I've seen them in mom and pop places. Every school, nursing home, hospital has them. Um, I mean, they're just the versatility and everything you get out of the space, you can put one of those in, just it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, I see them in like commissaries, the cafeterias, stuff like that. Because so, you can do so much with them. Yeah, it's like you said. I mean, 
you can steam, you can bake, you can do both. You can play. They, I mean, the bank walls will do the big racks, the big rolling racks. They'll plate up a bunch of food, put it in a cooler. You know, when they go to serve it, they can just throw it back in there, heat it back up on the racks, and push it back out and serve it. It's it's crazy what you can do with these things. So yeah, you do a ton with them. Um, and like you said, a lot of schools, commissaries, stuff like that. It's you're gonna. I think that's where probably it's gonna be your most combi oven. Oh yeah, schools are combi oven freaks, man. It's yeah. it's a it's huge. So all right, guys, I won't keep dusting any longer, and I've been up since four a.m. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, have you really? Yeah, every day, dude. I'm terrible. Like I was actually at like three forty-five, just laying there. I got up. <laughs> I'm getting older, man. I had to use the restroom, and I knew I had to get at four o'clock. I didn't want to get up. I just laid there and <laughs> it's, it's terrible. wait fifteen minutes. You're good. Yeah. So, all right, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for everyone for joining us. Take care, guys. All righty, we'll see you.